a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Next is now. Earlier during the show, we talked about some of the ways that Democrats are proposing to pay for President Biden's reconciliation package. And most of their proposals have to do with increasing taxes or fees of some sorts. Uh, But do Democrats really realize what the consequences of this transformational change uh, in terms of the way our tax system operates, uh, what that could be, how that could play out. Uh, And again, to me, this is less about which side of the political fence you stand on. Uh, And it's more about getting a better process that will be more transparent and make it more clear to the American people who's paying for what and what the outcomes of what we're paying for is. Because if we can't get there, we're going to continue to get what we've been getting, uh, which is more spending, more spending from Republicans, more spending from Democrats, more deficit spending from Republicans, more deficit spending from Democrats based on who's in power at the time. Uh, Republicans have been very much against. They've been all about fiscal responsibility and against reckless spending up until they had all the levers of power. And then suddenly... Eh, it's not quite that bad. Uh, we can spend a little more here, a little more there. It'll all work out. And so we see that happening on, on both sides of the political aisle. And we, we have to recognize that there are real implications. And most of those implications are not going to impact members of Congress. Most of those implications are not going to impact the armies of lawyers and lobbyists that are constantly on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. Those who often experience the most pain in all of this are those facing poverty, those who are incredibly vulnerable. The people that we often talk about, we're trying to, that's who we're trying to help. That's who we're trying to empower. That's who we're trying to create an unfettered start and a fair chance in the race of life. They're the ones who always get hurt in these things. And and yet both sides, again, depending on who's in power, is willing to play that game. Recently, Senator, uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell was on the floor of the United States Senate. And, of course, he's on the defensive now, so he's accusing Democrats of kowtowing uh, to the enemies. When Republicans had power, we prioritized giving Americans a big tax cut. We wanted families to keep more of their own money and make American businesses more competitive all around the world. Democrats want the opposite, historic tax hikes. So families keep less, 
Washington gets more, and our competitors like China can pop the champagne. Now, that's a lot of political rhetoric from the floor of the United States Senate. And, of course, the fascinating thing where you have to challenge Senator McConnell is that it was not all that long ago when he was the majority leader uh, that there was a lot of spending going on, and the Democrats were accusing Republicans of the very same things, of of only giving tax breaks to the the wealthy and the well-to-do and the well-connected, uh, that families would have less and that Washington would have more, and, and on and on and on. It's exhausting. Uh, but we do have to get to the outcomes. Uh, if we never get back to an outcome conversation, then then we're always going to have this debate. Uh, so I want to go back to something that Mitt Romney said yesterday, uh, talking about unintended consequences of imposing a new tax scheme, like some of those uh, things that the Democrats are proposing to put in uh, to this reconciliation bill. Not only will you convince billionaires not to invest as much as they have in the past in starting businesses or starting uh, investments in the stock market, but instead you'll have more and more people that get hit with a tax. The idea of taxing people as the value of something goes up, not when they sell it, but just when the value goes up, that's a pretty dramatic change. And the unintended consequences from that kind of change, I don't, don't think the Democrats have thought through. I know a lot of people recognize that with nature, Everything is connected. And that if you change some portion of our natural system, why it could have an impact throughout our natural uh, environment. Well, the same is true in the economy. When you change dramatically an aspect of how we tax people, you can expect a lot of unintended consequences. And this new tax idea uh, is not a great idea, in my opinion. So that's Utah Senator Mitt Romney yesterday talking about some of these newer proposals uh, that are being put into the reconciliation bill. And my biggest problem in all of that, again, re- put the policy on the shelf for a minute. Just think about this logically. They they have said that, the Democrats have said that, hey, we, we have these deadlines, we have to get this done, or there's going to be a crisis and a, all kinds of catastrophe. And we've we've blown through a number of those. But there always seems to be these 11th hour negotiations. And so here we are. The president himself has said he's he's leaving the country in the morning. He's got an international trip, business to be done. And now, now, t- today, less than 24 hours before he's scheduled to take off, we're going to introduce a whole host of new ways to pay for a spending bill. Uh, Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden uh, released yesterday, and we've talked about this on KSL News Radio throughout the day, uh, a billionaire income tax or some some kind of wealth tax. So that's fine. You can propose that. But why we're proposing that less than 24 hours before a self-imposed deadline, but before a deadline nonetheless. So Senator Weidman's proposal for just that little wealth tax that we've been talking about, you know, only impacts about 1,000 people. It's 107 pages. It's 107 pages of tax law text. That's not easy reading. So we've just added to the number of pages in the bill, which is already going to exceed 2,500 that nobody's going to read. Now we're going to add another 107 pages of just uh, just to explain 
how the billionaires are going to be taxed? And then there's a host of other things. There's there's the unrealized capital gains. There's raising the corporate minimum tax. There's the Patriot tax Joe Manchin introduced today. The IRS enforcement banking reporting uh, that's been debated over the last few days. But to me, the problem in all of this is this is not the right process. You don't get to the end and then say, okay, yeah, now how are we going to pay for that? Uh, it's like a it's like a a bunch of sixteen year olds sitting around the house saying, yeah, let's 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 go to Taco Bell. How are we going to pay for that? I got 65 cents, and I know, I'm know i sure there's some in the couch, and we've got some bottles we can return. Uh, that's, not, that's not how this is supposed to be done. We've never brought in more revenue into the IRS than we did in the last year, in the middle of a pandemic. $4 trillion. That's the budget. Figure it out. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we'll pick up our conversation. Coming up next here on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andreas Martin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.